102 Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 536 on Rock 102 with back Steve and Dave. Hey, two food days today, guys. One oh. of which we're probably interested in. One maybe not so much. All Na- right. National Grilled Cheese Sandwich Day today. Okay. I do I love a grilled like cheese grilled, sandwich. I do like grilled cheese, too. Also National Licorice Day. I can give that up. Is it still grilled cheese? Like, you see those food trucks with the grilled cheese, and then they put all this stuff on it? Yeah. Is it really technically a grilled cheese anymore? Is there cheese? Yes. Is it grilled? Yes. Ipso fatso, it's a grilled cheese. Yes, but grilled cheese by itself is just cheese on bread grilled. It's not with chicken or bacon or ham or tomatoes or whatever. Uh, I guess. I I was at a restaurant over the weekend with a date, and uh, one of the items on there was a meatloaf. And grilled cheese sandwich. Let's talk about that. <laughs> That's going to come up after 6 o'clock. Very good. It's 537 with back Stephen Dave and Rock 102. Everyone has a project they want to finish. Sometimes it's a dream home improvement and sometimes it's a necessity. Rock 102 wants to help you get that project. Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 551 with back Stephen Dave and Rock 102. Going to be uh, cloudy today, but uh, get this. Highest 71. Little Damn. toasty. Little toasty. Tomorrow, high is 72. It's uh, 48 right now in downtown Springfield. Hollywood Trash is brought to you by Aqua Pump, an expert in all water supply systems from the well, through the pump, and into the house. Somehow you still care about what's happening in Hollywood. So, from Tinseltown, 3,000 miles away, it's Steve Nagel's Hollywood Trash. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. What? Billy Ray Cyrus's wife, Tish, has filed for divorce. Oh, no. Citing irreconcilable differences. She just figured that out now? 28 years. My guess is there's been a lot of differences stacking up over yeah. the years. Yeah, married more than 28 years. This is the third time one of them has threatened to end things. Billy Ray filed for divorce in 2010, but then withdrew his petition a few months later. Then in 2013, Tish filed for a divorce, but then they decided to reconcile. So maybe they'll maybe they'll do it again. I don't know, man. I mean, uh, third time's a charm. They uh, they made the big mistake together in 1993. They have five adult children: Miley, Noah, Brandy, and sons Trace and Brazen. Brazen? Brazen? B r a i s o n? Or is it Brazen? Probably Brazen. Uh, Brandy and Trace aren't Billy's Ray, Billy Ray's biological children, but he adopted them when he married Tish. He's 60, she's 54. You still got the mullet? Mm-hmm. No, uh, no. He's uh, he's but- mullet free now. I thought I saw a picture of him with the long hair again. It's, but it's not a mullet. Uh, you know, mullet is party in the front. You know, business in the front, party in the back. Mm-hmm. Now he's just got the long hair. Should we, uh, should we tell his achy breaky heart, or is he not going to be able to understand? I think he'll understand. Well, I think he's the only one who understands. It might blow up and kill that man if we tell him. Kind of stunned that you know so much about that song. Well, uh, it was a big popular tune back in the 90s, uh, even on the crossover pop radio stations. Even Dave would know that. <coughs> even me, really? Yeah. No, I got no chance. You yeah. own a copy, don't you? I do. Yeah, I have, that's what uh, I thought. Yeah. I have I have uh, it on digital, vinyl, and cassette, and 8-track. You're a collector. I am a collector. Do you ever have Billy Ray Cyrus on an 8-track? Man, he gets halfway through Aiky Breaky Heart, and then the thing flips and it goes to the next side. 
I can't get through half of it either. Simon Cowell is quitting Botox injections and replacing it with facials. Really? He's into that kind of thing? Uh-huh. Teach his own. He said his face was turning into, uh, quote, uh, something out of a horror film that his uh, eight-year-old son laughed at. I'm seeing a lot of uh, before and after uh, Botox mm-hmm. things. And uh, not just Botox, but just like, you know, cosmetic surgery. Yeah. In almost every case, they were better off leaving things alone. Yeah, Meg Ryan looked horrible after she had all that stuff done. And well, she was a good-looking woman yes, back in her day. Yes. Is she still with uh, Mellencamp? No. It's long gone. Yeah, that's... That's but, yesterday's news. But they both looked perfect together because they both looked like old catcher's mitts. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. But he hadn't had any work done. That we he, know of. Yeah. By the way, my dad played high school basketball with Meg Ryan's dad. They were teammates. Harry Hira. And you're, and you're just telling this now? Yeah. Harry Hira. Yeah. Why are we just finding out about this now? I would like to have found out more information about hey. uh, what kind of basketball player Meg Ryan's father was. Stuff comes up as it comes up. They won the New England State or New England High School Championship in Boston Garden. That team. Oh, there you go. Wow. They're, in the, they're in the Hall of Fame. No kidding. Fun yeah. facts with Dave. I like it. Just saying. The more you learn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like the little NBC. With a little yeah. ra- starry <laughs> rainbow. Mm-hmm. Uh, Britney Spears announced that she's having a baby. Unless hey. she was just... It ain't mine. I can tell you that wow, right now. really? I'm glad just going to put that out there. Glad you cleared that up. In a typically confusing Instagram post, she said, quote, I lost so much weight to go on my Maui trip only to gain it back. My husband said, no, you're food pregnant, silly. So I got a pregnancy test and, uh, well, I am having a baby. But then she added, quote, four days later, I got a little more food pregnant. It's growing. If two are in there, I just might lose it. I obviously won't be going out as much due to the paps getting their money shot out of me like they're unfortunately already have. Mm. Whatever happened to that 145 characters? I don't know. I miss those days. Then she said, quote, it's hard to tell. It's hard because when I was pregnant, I had a prenatal depression. She, uh, I, I have to say it's absolutely horrible. This time I will be doing yoga every day, spreading lots of joy and love. Then her boyfriend, Sam, posted a picture of two lions with their cub and said, quote, fatherhood is something I've always looked forward to, and I don't take it lightly. It's the most important job I'll ever do. That sounds like a guy who's trapped. Yeah, the cryptic, you're right, Bax, the cryptic post with the shorter characters. Yeah. With the, hey, mm-hmm. I might be pregnant. Yeah, I miss those days. Maybe Elon Musk can fix that now. He can fix anything for the right price. Well, he's putting, isn't he putting in a like button or something like that? Or a delete button? Mm-hmm. I think. That's I wouldn't be surprised if he bought it to destroy it. He probably did. But that helps him make money, too. So who knows uh, what's going on with him. Uh, let's see, uh, a, a, mo- a family movie called Spirit Halloween is on the way, starring uh, with Christopher Lloyd and Rachel Lee Cook. It's about three kids who spend the night in one of those stores and the animatronics come to life. Uh-huh. No release date has been announced. How old is Christopher Lloyd now? God, he's got to be 80. I think he's probably even more than that. Well, he was like 50 when he did uh, Taxi. That back- was like back in the... 50s no, man. He did uh, he did Taxi back in uh, or um, he did the Back to the Future movies. He was around 50 years old then. Uh don't don't forget he was also one of the patients in One Floor of the Cuckoo's Nest. He's 83. 83 years old. Born in Stamford, Connecticut. Yeah. He was in that with uh, Danny DeVito. Mhm. Uh Netflix has unveiled a double thumbs up uh, to help 
them give you more accurate recommendations. Quote, a thumbs up still lets us know what you liked, but a double thumbs up tells me what you loved and helps us get even more specific. What about three thumbs up? I don't know. Family Guy had this thing uh, about Lois was, are you still watching, you know, whatever the show she was watching? And then it started asking her all these personal questions. Are you feeling okay lately? And then Joe (laughs) comes over and he goes, hey, Lois. Lois, uh, my Netflix tells me your Netflix is worried about your depression. <laughs> it is kind of weird how that can kind of all come to fruition now with uh, with the way things learn what yeah. you like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's kind of scary. Every time, every time that happens to us, my wife will start yelling, doesn't this thing know us by now? No, it doesn't. It's like if we're sitting in front of a television for five hours, it's because we want to. I think the AI is off. Maybe. And that's your Hollywood Trash. I'm Rock 102. Oh, yeah. And now, Bax's View from the Couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, your neighborhood paint store. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Folks, if I'm not mistaken, it's 2022. It's not 1922. It's not even 1822. And yet there are times when a man living in an modern society accidentally steps into a pile of his own ignorance and pukes out a laundry list of poorly recommended statements. Hence, I present to you former Patriots quarterback Cam Newton and the verbal landmines that he set off yesterday during a podcast interview that he was involved with uh, over the weekend. On Sunday, Cam Newton was a guest in the Million Dollars Worth of Game podcast. And during this interview, he was asked about his upbringing. Now, that's an innocent question to start things off with. It's also a question that should result in a simple answer, but of course, that's not what happened. Instead, Cam said this, quote, I grew up in a three-parent household, my mom, my father, and my grandmother, and I knew what a woman was, not a bad bitch, a woman. He then went on to say, I say bitches in a way that does not denigrate a woman. I, A woman for me is handling her own, but knowing how to cater to a man's needs. I think a lot of times you get that aesthetic of like, I'm a boss bitch, I'm this, I'm that. No, baby, you can't cook. You don't know when to be quiet. You don't know how to allow a man to lead. Whoo, man. I wouldn't let those words come out of my mouth unless I was wearing some sort of protective headgear and had access to an escape vehicle. Needless to say, Cam Staten's uh, statements have sparked an explosion of angry responses from women who strongly disagree. In fact, it's safe to say that the one who doesn't know how to be quiet might be Cam Newton himself. Because even if you legitimately felt that way about women, the last thing you should do is let those thoughts ooze out of your mouth. Men, listen to me. If anyone ever asks you about your childhood in front of a microphone and recording equipment, your answer should never sound like this. There are lots of uh, productive ways of answering that question. Cam Newton's way is not one of them. But hey, enough of my yapping sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. You got an Ace Rewards card, right? It's the way to get instant rebates right at the register at Rocky's Ace Hardware. No mailing uh, nonsense, no no redeem online rigmarole. Just get your Ace Rewards card and you'll be saving immediately. And it's easy. You just go to at Rocky's website and sign up today at Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic. Springfield's Classic Rock at 612 and sticks with back Stephen Dave and Rock 102. And a few showers early today, then pretty much sunny for the rest of the day. Warm and breezy. We might hit about 70 degrees. 
You know, uh, we uh, we we probably will get to talking about uh, it being grilled cheese day today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, there's no doubt uh, that we'll get to that. However, I just did uh, in the view from the couch this uh, this podcast interview that Cam Newton had done over the weekend, where he made some statements about. Uh, well, he was asked about how he grew up, mm-hmm. and his uh, responses are blowing the hell up because they are. In 2022, I can't imagine that a man actually thinks this way anymore, much less is willing to say it in front of a microphone and recording equipment. Well, sometimes people say things they shouldn't. Yeah, yeah so... Uh, Cam's it, never been shy. No, he's not been shy, but he has said some pretty boneheaded things about women. Mm-hmm. And uh, here, this is like a minute 20. I think we could probably play the whole thing here, but right. uh, this is Cam Newton on uh, on this uh, this podcast over the weekend, the million dollars worth of game podcast. Oh, for crying out loud! Wait a minute, here oh, we go. And by the way, still a free agent, I think, looking for his next gig, right? Uh, yes. Here we go. Okay. All right. Now let's just. All right. Give me just one second mm-hmm. now, because now it's being temperamental. But here we go. All right. Are you ready? Yes, we've okay. been ready. Here we Cam go. Cam Newton a perfect, a perfect example of what a man was in my life by my father. Mm. My parents have been together for 36, 37 years now, and it's, and it's a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I grew up in a three-parent household, my mom, my father, and my grandmother. And uh, I knew what a woman was, not a bad bitch. Okay, what's the difference? <laughs> a woman. Okay. A Here bad bitch is a person who's just, you know, girl, I'm a bad bitch, you know, I'm doing <laughs> this, I'm doing that. I, 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 I looked apart, but I don't act apart. Okay. You know, and it's a lot of women who are bad bitches. Mm-hmm. And I say bitches in, in, in a way not to degrade a woman, but just to, to, to go off the aesthetic of what they deem is a boss chick. Mm-hmm. Now, a woman for me is handling your own, but knowing how to cater to a man's need. Right, oh. and I think a lot of times when you get that aesthetic of like I'm a boss bitch, like I'm a this, I'm a dad. No, baby, like, but you can't cook. Okay, you don't know. Oof. You don't know when to be quiet. Oof. You don't know how to allow a man to lead. Whoops. Oh my God. Wow. Wow. It started off so nice. Yeah, he's. I mean, listen, it's a simple question. Yeah, how did you tell me about your upbringing? And this, <laughs> this is what he spews out. Um, not for nothing. But uh, like I said in the view from the couch, it seems to me the one who doesn't know how to shut up is Cam, Cam Newton, Newton himself. Yeah. Well, that's uh, even if you think that way, you know, blasting that stuff out in in, uh, in a recorded situation that gets posted on the internet is just like the most stupidest thing I've ever heard uh, the guy say. It really, uh, I I don't know how he. I mean, obviously he's got a lot of money, so you know maybe that's where he gets his his chicks from uh but with that kind of ideology you'd be hard pressed to find somebody that's going to please cam newton yeah you know that's the other thing i i I would think like this would be like a like a bear trap clamping down on your leg for the rest of your life no matter how hard you try to get your leg out of there yeah that bear trap's gonna be on your foot for quite Uh, a while uh listen uh my lady should only be should only speak when spoken to 
and and when she's spoken to, it's usually, where's my beer, baby? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, why can't yeah. you get this in front of me? Well, plus, in this day and age, in this atmosphere, it's been hard enough for Colin Kaepernick to get another gig. Now, I don't see him showing up anyplace else anytime soon because they're going to be a little gun shy. Well... This is a this is almost a, not it really about football, right? As it is about there are men in this world who think that this is uh, that that they're summing up all of society and think that the women out there in the world are going to hear this and think, my gosh, you know, maybe he's right. Yeah, right. Well, yeah, because maybe the yeah. words that are pouring out of Cam Newton's mouth are exactly the way I should act around well, men. Well, similar to like what gets posted on Facebook sometimes. People don't even bother to fact check anymore. Uh, by the way, this is interesting on his Wikipedia page. I didn't know this, but before being a great football player, it says here he was a talented baseball player as a youth, but developed a fear of being hit by a bitch. Mm. I mean, I mean, wait, pitch. The pitch. In baseball. Yes. Okay, I misread that. Sorry about that. So he stopped playing baseball at 14, then went on to football. This is also the guy, if you remember, um, a while back, there was a female reporter asking him about routes, mm -hmm. and his uh, response was, it's funny to me that a female is asking me about routes. It's like, okay, mm -hmm. this is a this is not like a one-off statement. This is kind of like you can kind of say, hey, you know what? Maybe Cam's got some antiquated ideas about male-female relations. And if I, Steve, I think you're right. If I'm a woman and I'm finding Cam Newton attractive with his million-dollar uh, football salaries yeah. or whatever, I'm going to put that thought aside maybe ignore the money maybe ignore the the potential fame and and everything else and just say at the end of the day i'd still be dating a douchebag yeah well and i'm surprised when he was saying he grew up in a three-parent household i'm surprised grandma didn't like smack smack him upside the head well, and teach we, him a little well, better grandma you know? was busy making sandwiches <laughs> well i guess she's too busy cooking yeah. and cleaning yeah and, and shutting her mouth, that's, I guess. Well, yes, because as you can tell, that's apparently what a woman is all about. Mm. Wow. Excuse me, madam. Is you, is there a man around that I could speak to? <laughs> I see you're busy doing vacuuming and dusting. I just uh, didn't want to interrupt. Mm. Yes. Uh, yes. <laughs> I mean, it, it, would be, uh, it would be one thing if I, to, if I felt like you were my equal. Yes. But you know, as a woman, clearly you're not. I'll be fielding questions only from the male members of the press corps today. Um, why, why aren't my shirts pressed? <laughs> <laughs> I dropped this off at the dry cleaner last night. My dry cleaner, meaning the laundry room in my own home. <laughs> and why are these things not folded to my specifications? Yeah, he's uh, he's got some issues, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he does. He's got a load of explaining to do. It's just about 620 with back Steve and Dave and Rock 102. Looking for Ron? Two with back Steve and Dave and Cam Newton. Girl, I'm a bad bitch. You know, I'm doing this. I'm doing that. I I, I, I looked apart, but I don't act apart. Fantastic. We got gold with that interview, I think. You know, I, I'm listening to the host you know, kind of react to this, you know, and he's going, uh-huh, uh-huh. Oh, the host knows he's got gold, too. He's going, oh, yes! Cam, please stop talking. Please stop saying these words. Yeah. You're killing all of us. And you're helping my podcast. Uh, unbelievable. What, what was that podcast, by the way? Do we? The, uh, the name of the podcast is, uh, hold on just a second, it's called The Million Dollars Worth of Game podcast yeah. i've never heard of it but yeah today we have uh today i learned uh, not only about cam newton's podcast i also <laughs> learned uh, is brought to you by gary rum hyundai today you can learn how gary rum will pay you more for your car whether you trade it or not all right
And now it's time for today. You know, Nagel does, doesn't know when to be quiet, obviously. Oh, he yeah. knows. Yeah. Yeah. Back Stephen Dave and going to do. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> today I learned. Uh, today I learned that uh, Cam Newton is a misogynistic <laughs> a-hole. He is the a-hole. See, you can combine two different uh, bits and we, we, we got him here. We barely have to debate it. Uh, today I learned that Stan Lee had a uh, younger brother, Larry, who created Thor, Iron Man, and Ant-Man. Larry Lieber is currently 90 years old and only retired from penciling comics in 2018. Can you imagine being the younger brother of Stan Lee? Never good enough for oh, anything. No. Sure, you got Thor, Iron Man, and Ant Man, but uh, you didn't have Spider Man. Well, plus the name just doesn't. I mean, Stan Lee is a cool sounding yeah. name. Larry Lee, not so much. Yeah. Well, I, forgot, I forgot who the comic was. It was some uh, comic who said, "Can you imagine being like Jesus's younger brother? Yeah. Why can't you be more like Jesus?" And that's the thing. It's like, what you know, what was Thanksgiving like at the Lee residence? Uh, Stanley, you can have whatever you want. Larry, don't touch the potatoes. You're n- those are for Stanley. Don't touch Stanley's drawing. <laughs> Stop it. Stop You're sitting it. at the kids' table again, Larry. Uh, poor Larry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Very interesting. And that is today. <laughs> Coming up in the news next, you can't spit on the cops here in Springfield. Straight ahead on Rock 102. Now you tell us. 633 with back Stephen Dave and Rock 102. It's time for news and it's brought to you by Gary Rome Hyundai. Gary will pay you more for your car whether you trade it or not. It's time for news and here's Dave Coombs. So yesterday we told you about the robbery of the TD Bank on the 500 block of Sumner Avenue in Springfield. It happened on Saturday. Well now the two suspects are locked up and being investigated. 22 year old Edward Rosso of Springfield and 50-year-old Aaron Hadley of Springfield. Now, there's an interesting duo. I got a 22-year-old dude and a 50-year-old dude working hand-in-hand on this So this isn't like a father and son thing? No. No, apparently not. And uh, apparently the robbery occurred at about 9.15 on Saturday morning as Rosso, the younger guy, passed a note to a teller demanding money and implied that he had a gun. Implied that he had a gun. Investigators then learned that a second suspect, the 50-year-old dude, Aaron Hadley of Springfield, was acting as a lookout. Rosso has been charged with armed robbery while masked, while Hadley has been charged with a subsequent offense of armed robbery while also wearing a mask. You know, I don't know if it's because I'm uh, you know, a 55-year-old man. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's because of my age. But to me, just indiscriminately hanging out with a 20-year-old doesn't seem to be something I'm particularly interested in. <laughs> well, yeah. we have interns here every once in a while. Maybe it's that kind of suit. Maybe it's like, uh, listen, I'm getting out of this business, kid. I need somebody to take over the family racket. Sure. And, Why don't and, you uh, come here and be my employee? We'll, we'll, go how to, we'll go rob a TD bank this week. Yeah, I want to teach you how to rob banks the right way, not the newfangled ways where you steal the tube. I'm talking about going in with masks and, and, uh, notes. and, and, and uh, your hand in your jacket pocket pretending you have a piece. Yes, and, and well, look, uh, Andy Dufresne and Red were good friends at Shawshank, and mm-hmm. they were dissimilar okay, ages. Okay, but they so. were in prison. Yeah, I know. See, that's the thing. Well, if you're so in, are these guys going to be in prison. Well, yeah, now, but like before this happened mm-hmm. i mean all of a sudden like a 50 year old guy's hanging out with a 20 year old like mm-hmm. what the hell's that all about i will say according to the photos released by police the 50 year old dude aaron hadley 
looks pretty young for a 50-year-old guy. He looks like he's in pretty good shape. Well, maybe they're uh, maybe they're uh, romantically involved together. I, no, uh, I, I don't, don't know. I don't want to uh, attach that sort of meaning. Well, you, yes. you never know. I mean, uh, older guy, younger boy. I I sure, I'm sure it's a possibility. I just, you know, at my age, I just, you know, I, I wouldn't find a, 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 a kid in his 20s to be all that appealing. Yes. And no both, offense to anyone who's in their 20s. It's just, you know, we're just not going to hang out. Sure. And, and, and while they're both charged with armed robbery while wearing masks, doesn't that become more difficult during COVID-19 now as well? I mean, maybe they could just say, they could have their, hey, these guys were just being careful with COVID-19. Had nothing mm. to do with the bank robbery, right? I guess you could, uh, but uh, we learned very quickly in the beginning of the pandemic when banks were being robbed. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're like, oh, you're being charged with wearing a mask. But that was the law. I had to wear exactly. a mask. No kidding. Yeah, but I guess once you cross that threshold of, of breaking the law, mm-hmm. it becomes an extra crime. Hey, you got an iPhone, right? I do. Dave, you got an iPhone? I sure do. You Did, got, did you yep. do the download where now like uh, the facial recognition thing? No, I have not can uh actually recognize your face with a mask on oh oh that yeah, yeah is freaky mm-hmm. i have that feature but i didn't turn it on yeah i did it and i'll be damned if it doesn't work huh it, like it knows exactly who i am like i can't disguise myself from did, that phone at all did you have your wife try it to make sure that you know like anybody can't open it well she knows my passcode so because my passcode is uh is, Bosco. Uh, I didn't want you to go ahead. No, no. it's like a, it's like a four. No, excuse me. It's yeah. a eight. It's a twenty-five digit passcode. A twenty-five digit yes, passcode. That's right. So don't uh, get any ideas, you. Well, whether weasels. whether she knows your passcode or not, uh, d- did her face? That's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. Does it distincting between your actual face with a mask on, or is it like? Oh, we're just telling you that it's uh, that it's wor- and it just opens for anybody. No, no, because what'll happen when she picks up the phone <laughs> is it'll ask for the passcode. Oh, right away it defaults to the passcode if it doesn't recognize your face. We'll have her put a mask on and then pick up the phone and see what happens. I should have her do that. This is a scientific experiment, Bax. This is how I it know, works. But you know, she's got different color eyes. You know, you know, her, her hair's not nearly as gray as mine. In fact, she has no gray. Yeah, it's like uh, you know. I don't think it's going to make a difference. So if you put it in front of a Furby, it would open up is what you're saying. Oh, I'm going to come over ah, there. I'm going to tag you and tag yeah. you hard. A Springfield man arrested on a firearm charge. 25-year-old Camry Acri, or maybe it's Kamari Acri. I don't know. How do you put yourself out when your arm's on fire? You blow on it. Oh. Detectives conducting firearms investigations on the suspect and found that he had a illegally loaded firearm on him. According to Springfield Police spokesperson Ryan Walsh, officers seeing Acre enter the passenger seat of a car, leave the area. Officers then stopped the vehicle at the intersection of Hancock and Union Streets. Ah, Union. (laughs) Union makes me laugh, too. (laughs) It happened around 11.05 p.m. Thursday night last week. Walsh said when officers approached the vehicle, they saw Acre allegedly reach for his waistband and grab the handle of the firearm. Don't they all put it in their waistband? I mean, they got sweatpants. Haven't they learned anything from who was the wide receiver by the Giants? Plaxico Burris. Plaxico Burris. Who ties their waistband that tight to hold a gun? Yeah. It would just like slip right through the, uh, the yes. leg of the pants. Nothing good could happen, right? Shoot your foot right off. So Acre attempted to drop the firearm and run from detectives, but he was caught and arrested. While officers were booking him, 
He allegedly continued to resist arrest and spit on the two officers and faces the following charges. Was, it, was it two spits or, or one spit that, that, that hit two officers? You know, that's a good question. They, uh, that is one magical loogie. Yeah. You, you're damn right it is. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like the one in the Seinfeld episode. Wasn't there one of those with Keith Hernandez? I loathe Keith that, Hernandez. That mm-hmm. was the reference I just made. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Well, yeah. so. You know, uh, is it me? I don't mean, I mean to sound like uh, judgmental at all, but... Mm-hmm. I ne- I can't I, for whatever I got a, this thing about leaving the house wearing sweatpants. You can't leave the I, house it, wearing sweatpants. I, 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 I don't wear sweatpants uh, outside the house. I can do that on like a Saturday morning early sure. or a Sunday if I just if I'm going out to like down the street to the store to get a cup of coffee. Yeah, but I can't. You're right. I can't do that like throughout the rest of the day. Like uh, I, yeah. yeah, like I don't know. Or I can- if I'm going to a workout, I can mm-hmm. wear the sweatpants. Sure. To work, yeah, I'm with that's you. That's fine. Yeah, that's fine. But would you go out there and you know, mm. have, you know, mix amongst people, even if you're out there looking to commit crimes? No, I mean, I would. I would. To me, it's like it's so gauche. Yeah. I, I went on a date Sunday uh, with uh, sweatpants on, some nice, you know, Adidas black sweatpants. We were doing a walk, uh, you know, like a like a park walk, whatever. For what the, was his for- name? Ah, <laughs> Tom, um, no, you went I, in sweatpants. Yes, yeah, and she wore jeans, and it was it was fun. She wore jeans yes. to walk in a park. Yes, and you wore sweatpants. Were they sure did. sweatpants or were they like uh, running pants? Running, you know, like bl- black, like and, that material that you're wearing right now. Yeah, was it like, like black black ones with the white the Adidas stripes down the side? Yes, but were they actual? See, this is what I'm getting. Okay, at. there's a difference between what mm-hmm. Bax is talking about mm-hmm. the sweatpant, where it's just that cotton. Yeah, right. As opposed to like a running suit yes, or a track. Yes, that's, that's what, what it was. That's okay, that's not really wearing sweatpants. No. Wearing okay. sweatpants is like, I've given up for the rest of the day, <laughs> and I'm uh, I'm going to go out yeah. to get uh, cigarettes at 2 p.m. Like a, like a, track, my... a track suit. Uh, is okay. Kind of, well, it predicts that there will be physical activity. Yes. Uh, somewhere yeah. in the near future, and there was, you're, and okay. you're doing a walk, so yes. that that that's that's a pass on that one. Yeah, and we had lunch afterward too, in a very nice little casual place, which right. which by the way had the grilled cheese thing. But we can talk about that later. Oh, no, we'll okay. definitely talk about that later. But yep. yeah, but the question then is, mm-hmm. after you had this date mm-hmm. where you walked in the park, yes. Uh, <clears throat> Was there any conversation about a second date, and did she have anything to say about the pants? Well, first of all, Bax, this would then be a third date that we would be discussing. Okay. That was the second date. So was there a third date discussed? Yes. All right. Well, look at that. This is a running suit. Track suits are your thing. Apparently. Not a turnoff, at least, I guess. Like a a New Jersey mobster. (laughs) Yeah. Like a a breakaway track suit. Mm -hmm. Like you're playing college basketball or something. Yeah. Well, you know, trying to pretend I'm still an athlete, at least. No, it's okay. It's all right. All right. But it's nice that you were... uh... Now, uh, did you go uh, walking through the park uh, and dancing in the dark, and were you reminiscing? No, I was not, but I do like the little, uh, three the uh, Little River Band. However, oh, there you go. Yeah, I don't like See? that song. No, no, I like Lady. Do you? Ooh, that's another beautiful song. My that favorite is one is "Hold On" by the Little River Band. It's kind of an upbeat. Like, yeah, yeah. Little River Band had some great tunes. Yeah, we don't play any of them. Mm. We play reminiscing, I think. No, we, no. But you know what? When I lived in Westfield, and every mm-hmm. time I drove past the Little River Plaza, I was always singing the Little River Band in my head. Really? Yeah, that makes sense. 
I don't know what it was. It just sparked tunes in my head. What song do we play? Don't we play Reminiscing? No. No. God, no. We don't, we don't play anything by the Little River Band. No. We don't play anything? No. No. Not one song? We no. Could, we could get away with Hold On. Hold On's a little bit upbeat. Kind of a little bit of a of a, of a rocker. What, thought, what's next out of you? Some Dan Fogelberg? <laughs> well. Please. <laughs> Is some Ambrosia coming up next? <laughs> oh, it's some Edmund Fitzgerald. Can't, can't go uh. wrong with can, uh, Canada's Troubadour. Are we ready for more news? Yes. I was well, ready to talk about Gordon Lightfoot for the next hour and a half. Uh, pedestrian. Well, the was- legend lives on from the Chippewa <laughs> on down to the big lake they call Get Your Goobie. We don't have, all, we don't have eight minutes uh, oh, to spare, okay. Steve. All right. Hey, Congressman Richard Neal was here yesterday. Oh, great. For a couple different reasons. One, to support mitigation of the mold issues at the Roderick Ireland Courthouse. Among his statements, quote, I hesitate to substitute my judgment for Governor Baker's on this, but clearly the final decision here will rest with the governor's administration, end quote. That's Which means pa- I don't want anything to do with <laughs> kind this. Of. Well, let's pass this buck to somebody else. Yes. He also joined postal employees and union workers outside the Main Street Post Office to celebrate the Bipartisan Postal, Reserve, uh, postal Service Reform Act of 2022. According to Congressman Neal there, the legislation, which was aimed, uh, signed into law last week, enacted several overdue changes to address financial challenges, improve mail delivery, and support postal workers and retirees. Several years ago, uh, he spoke about this, mm-hmm. about how he wanted to see uh, some new developments in the uh, the postal service mm-hmm. and then he decided to inform us and i was not aware that this was uh, something that they did over there to inform us that if you put a letter in a mailbox isn't it amazing that that piece of mail will arrive at its destination in as little as two days yes yeah he, yeah. he explained that all to us and we're like really yeah that's what they do over there i thought it was something totally different like the pony express he just had to justify his existence yesterday. By yeah, press. <laughs> hey, by the way, uh, I'm still working for you. <laughs> I'll re- be here for the for the cookies and uh, and coffee. I just remember having a conversation about him condescendingly telling us yeah. how to uh, how the postal service operates. Well, yeah, uh, you know, you know what you do, back? You lick the stamp, mm. and then you place it on the envelope, mm. and then you lick the back of the envelope. Sh- should I write anything on? In the front of the envelope, which well, you allows wanna... everybody to know where the thing is supposed to go. On the center to mid part of the envelope, you write uh, the address E and their address. See, Dave, this is why we're not jumping at the chance to contact him and say, tell us everything you know about the Postal Service. Well, plus, you don't lick them anymore. Are there any lickable stamps anymore? No, nah, I don't lick anything. You know, uh, about a, year, a couple of years ago now, I was in the post office and I, uh, I bought a pre-stamped envelope mm-hmm. from the the counter. Right. And then I put my business into the uh into the envelope. The business I was I, I was, was gonna conducting. say they let you do that there? Yeah. Well there's no envelope big enough for mine. Yeah, right, right. Uh and then I'm trying to lick the back of the envelope and I'm like, why is this not sticking? It was one of those self-adhesive ones. I had to take the thing off. (laughs) So for about 30 seconds, I'm standing there in the lobby of the post office going, why is this working? Coming up next, the Mass Hat Award will go to a group of researchers conducting a study that will make all of our collective junk hurt. Stay tuned. It's straight ahead on Rock 102. 
Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock at 652. And Alice Cooper, we're back, Stephen Dave, and Rock 102. It's uh, it's going to be, uh, well, cloudy today, but a high of 71. More of the same for tomorrow with a high of 70. It uh, is 50 right now in downtown Springfield. Time for Rock 102 to recognize another mass hat going below and beyond other humans in the pursuit of stupidity, incompetence, and embarrassment. If you want to crown them, then crown their ass. Here's today's mass hat. Doctors in Lebanon are in the spotlight today. A new study published recently in the Asian Journal of Urology looking into a possible way to help us guys last longer in bed. You mean like get a longer night's sleep? Yeah. Well, you can do that on a sleep number bed. Mm-hmm. Yes, they're kind of expensive, but can you really afford another restless night's sleep? It brings up a good question. No, this is the idea of lasting longer until the moment occurs with our wife or girlfriend. The I have arrived. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. And that's about a week's worth of arrival right there. Yeah, so like to be an ETA, I yeah. guess. Yeah, kind okay. of, right? yeah. All right. So what's so, the uh, solution? Uh, delivering electrical shocks directly to the junk. Yeah, actually, uh, there's a business that we've had them on the air before. There was a business down in Connecticut that mm-hmm. does that. Really? Yeah. They uh, they hook up your boys, kind of like a Frankenstein uh, mm-hmm. type of deal. And yeah. It's supposed to increase uh, your stamina. Now, I would not suggest, however, uh, say putting things onto like a car battery. You know, to to give yourself a jolt. This is like yeah. This is a lower, duller uh, electroshock. To the junk. Uh, back in Syracuse, we had an intern that did that. Really? Yes. Hooked up the electrodes with a car battery just to see how, you know, how that would go for him. Mm-hmm. This, and is how, back, this is back when you could do anything yeah. to an intern, by and, the way. And how quickly did the lawsuit uh, go to court? Didn't, but I think today it would. Uh, we also had another intern go take uh, an enema because he had no idea what one was. So we had him go take one live on the air. What is this, like... Jesus. Sadistic, masochistic crap that you've radioed. Yeah, I mean, did, did you guys it. ever do this to interns no, back no, in the day? No, 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 the, no, get there for college credit for crying out loud. The only thing I've ever heard them do was uh, have the intern flush the toilet 2,000 times to see how long that blue thing actually lasts, 2,000 flushing. Well, yeah, you guys but, missed out, man. No, no, we didn't do any. See, what you're doing is creating a hostile work environment. We would never do that. We had some demons over there. Back, back then, it was not considered hostile work. It was just considered funny. Yeah, now, really? Okay. Now it would be considered a hostile work environment. Back then, you could get away with it. And by the way, these interns volunteered for it. Another one ate dirt outside the studio what one time. What the hell around this building, Steve? Can you mm. imagine Say, hey, listen, we want to do a, a crazy bit on the air. Anyone willing to Eat take dirt. this fleet enema and see what happens next? <laughs> I can't imagine anyone volunteering for that, for that detail. Back to the study from the doctors in Lebanon. They tried hooking up these electric electrodes to a 28-year-old man who could last only 40 seconds before the procedure. And after applying the electrodes directly to his junk and zapping it for 30 minutes, three times a week, 15 months later, he was able to last just under five minutes in bed. Damn. Wow, what a stud they turned that dude into. See? This study... Occurred in Beirut, by the way. Medics running that electrical current through a man's junk to stimulate his dorsal penile nerve. Right. That's the specific one in question. Mm. Who knew? And the procedure 
might slow the contraction of muscles in men's nether regions, just reading from the report, and allow them to last longer. So there you go. That reminds me of a joke, because mm-hmm. uh, you said it. Yep. It, was, uh, it was a guy uh, who uh, approaches a woman in a bar, and he's like, hey, can I buy you a drink? And she's like, back off, pal, I'm a lesbian. Mm-hmm. He goes, oh, really? How are things in Beirut? hey Like, let me- a Lebanon joke. I yeah, got yeah, it. Yeah, right. yeah, 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 yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. See? That makes all the sense in the world, was, doesn't uh, it? That was an old, uh, uh, God, what was it? Milton Berle joke. <laughs> who, who, by the way, didn't need an electric shock to his junk. No, because he, he oh, gave electric shocks. Oh, yeah. Allegedly well, very, very large. Yeah, but that doesn't mean he lasted long. True. Just means he was as long. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. 656 with back Steve and Dave. That's your mass hat for today. We got your 102 second sports coming up. The Rock 102 Golf Club is on. And when other dealers don't have what you're looking for, Proterra has the inventory. And now, Bax's View from the Couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, your neighborhood paint store. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Folks, I don't think I need to tell you. Twitter is a festering cesspool of bad ideas and insensitive comments. And those are its good points. Sure, people say things on your social medias all the time that sound ignorant and stupid and occasionally outrageous. Without it, we would have kept our stupidity to ourselves. And if you remember the olden days before the internet, we simply didn't have this sort of productive outlet. Unfortunately, there are times when our tweets and comments perhaps go a little too far too quickly. And when that happens, the only thing left to do is to delete the things we say and pretend like they never happened at all. For example, let's take a look at ESPN's Adam Schefter. Adam seems like a pretty intelligent fella, and yet he posted stuff on Twitter this weekend that made him seem like a heartless and uncaring rat bastard. In this case, Adam Schefter posted a tweet following the death of Pittsburgh Steelers quarterback Dwayne Haskins, who at just the the age of 24 years old was tragically killed after getting hit by a dump truck along a South Florida highway. It's a terrible story, one that probably should have required a brief hint of compassion from a guy like Adam Schefter. Instead, Adam used uh, Twitter to point out that Haskins had, quote, struggled to catch on in his NFL career. Following the immediate backlash, Schefter removed the tweet and spent the last 24 hours profusely apologizing for being a gutless jerk about a guy who died. Folks, not to reject Adam Schefter's attempt at an apology, but this is the same guy that just signed a five-year contract extension with ESPN worth a reported $45 million. For that sort of investment, he should know a thing or two about not coming across like a total dope after a guy gets hit by a dump truck. For $45 million, perhaps assessing his lack of playing time is something that you might want to wait more than five minutes to post on his social media. Or better yet, maybe you don't bother mentioning it all because frankly, in light of what just happened to the poor guy, it doesn't exactly seem to be all that relevant. But hey, and if I'm I yapping, sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Take care of your lawn. Get Scott's four-step fertilizer right now. Step one, go to Rocky's. And not only get the best four-step deal, 80 bucks out the door with your Ace Rewards card, there's no rebate nonsense. You just get the lawn care expertise you were hoping for. Good people, rock-solid service, and Scott's four-step at every Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. Back, Stephen, Dave, and Rock 102. It's going to be uh, not too bad today. Uh, going to see a high of uh, 70, but clouds. 
And uh, tomorrow, more of the same. It is 40, or actually it's 50 right now in downtown Springfield. All right, so you guys made fun of me for uh, National Ranch Dressing Day a while ago. No, no, no. We were in full support of yeah. that. Now, how about National Grilled Cheese Day? Yeah. Better? I love grilled cheese. Better? Well, you know, I uh, anyone who's listened to uh, this show over the years know I have a long, uh, interesting history with the grilled cheese sandwich. Really? Well, you only had to listen to a Mayflower Marathon broadcast once to know that uh, when it comes to grilled cheese, I will destroy that sandwich mm-hmm. for you forever because of the kind of you know, visual words that I tend to paint when it comes to the grilled cheese sandwich. Well, now, I don't mind a good grilled cheese, but I, I hate <clears throat> excuse me, I hate the individual wrapped American cheese slices because it's not cheese. It's cheese food. It's not real cheese. I, you know, they have regular American cheese. That's fine. Yeah, but you just don't like the individually wrapped slices, which is not real. It's right. fake cheese. Yes, and I know a lot of people insist that that's the only way to make a grilled cheese sandwich. <clears throat> Isn't American cheese by itself uh, fake? No. Well, it's a combi- It's a yeah, sort of, but it's a combination of actual milk and cheese products. Whereas the ones that are individually wrapped, it's just. Mostly chemicals. Yes. Like the Kraft Singles? Yes. Come yeah. on, that's real cheese. No, no. The ones that are wrapped individually, Just- Steve, the ones that are wrapped individually are what's called, and you see it on the outside of the package, it's listed as cheese food, which is not real cheese. You see, if, if you go to like a, your local deli uh, or at, at a grocery store yeah. and you say, listen, I want a pound of American cheese mm-hmm. uh, sliced moderately thin. That Land O'Lakes. Land O'Lakes is good stuff. With, with the gal Indian on it. Right. I like that one. Which, yes. But they've removed the, Indi- they moved the Native American and, and just left the land, which is what Americans have been doing for mm-hmm. 300 years. Anyway, uh, but that's good American cheese. That's got the, that's got a little bit of uh, sharpness to it. Right, and, and you can get that type of American cheese also wrapped up in the deli section. Right. But not the individually wrapped slices. That's what I'm trying to say. Here. I understand, and okay. I can understand your outrage. Yes, uh, thank you. Frankly, Dave, I mean it could happen. Yeah. To, I mean anyone could uh, put their foot down and say, "I'm not going to eat a plastic wrapped piece of cheese." Well, you might as well be eating the plastic itself, as far as I'm concerned. That's what I'm saying. Uh, you know, I'm reading this thing about Kraft Singles, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, you're right. It's not. It's not legally able to be called cheese. Correct. They do this with ice cream too. There's a if you go like the Briars ice cream. Mm-hmm. Briars used to be just ice cream. Now they have frozen dairy dessert. Yes. That's what it says because ice cream legally has to have a certain percentage of milk fat in it that sure. this thing doesn't cuz it's more like ice milk right. than anything. So, it's not like they haven't done this with other things before. It's not to say that it's not cheese. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it is ice cream in a way. No, yep. it's a frozen dairy treat. And sometimes even non-dairy for those of you who can't handle it. I guess so. But I also find that when it comes to like the Briar's ice cream, they 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 minimize the container. Like it's not a gallon or half gallon anymore. It's well, smaller that, than that. That hasn't been that way since like 2008 when everybody started uh, scaling back on yeah. the And it's going to get even worse now. I know. But I found that to be an outrage. An absolute outrage. I mean, I can handle your fake cheeses. I'll even have cheese Whiz or cheese mm-hmm. from a can. Sure. Nothing, nothing better than squeezing that stuff directly into your chow pipe. All right. And can we hold off on the ice cream talk until National Ice Cream Day, which is Sunday, July 17th, please? No, I can't okay, uh, sure. wait that long. Back to the grilled cheese? Yes. 
I passed on a grilled cheese sandwich I probably shouldn't have over the weekend on that same date I was talking about after the hike. So you show up at this date, you're wearing sweatpants, yep. Yep. and you passed up on a grilled cheese sandwich. Was I, she making grilled cheese sandwiches? No, 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 no. no. Is it a place called Marty's in Washington, Connecticut? Real good place. And they had something called a meatloaf and grilled cheese sandwich on there. Ooh. Oh, well, there I you didn't, go. I did not order it. One of my big regrets. You see, this is my uh, this is my argument about mm-hmm. what is considered a grilled cheese sandwich. Right? Grilled cheese should just be cheese and bread. That's what a grilled cheese is. No. Otherwise, you're putting gr- now you're putting grilled meatloaf on it. Well, as long as it's got as long as it's got the two main ingredients, right? Bread and cheese. You could slip anything in into that. For like, instance, the diner styled grilled cheese. You know what makes that different? Uh, no. Mayonnaise in there. That's according to- All right. So f- now I've heard this. I've heard that if you use mayonnaise instead of butter, mm-hmm. it's actually crispier and more delicious. Well, I wouldn't. I, I would add the mayonnaise plus the butter if it were me. Yeah, but I, but you're talking about like the mayonnaise inside the sandwich. Yes, they're talking about the sandwich that the the mayonnaise outside of the sandwich. Yeah, I think you're right about that. Actually, they smother the mayonnaise on the bread. Yeah, that's and they right. Grill it, and yeah. they grill it, and apparently that's supposed to be terrific. Uh, there's something called a croque monsieur. Yes. Do you know that one too? Wow. N- yes, <laughs> a croque monsieur is kind of like um. You are. You are it's, a. Uh, it's like a grilled Monte Cristo. I've never misserred any croaks, but I've uh, you crew've croaked it quite a lot. lot of, yeah, I've had a lot of croaks in my mouth. The croak monsieur includes ham and some oftentimes dipped in egg and then and then grilled that way. Very I, good. I and like to swish them around in my mouth. I'm a croaks uh, sucker. I bet you are. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Spaniard with paprika butter, manchego cheese, and peppers. This is all, by the way, according to food.com. Again, you could put anything in there. Yeah, you know, like you've had it with, like, you know, the one thing I'd never really understood, and mm-hmm. I never really got it, I've never been a big fan of it. It's like, you know, some people say that you can't have the grilled cheese sandwich without the tomato soup uh, with it. To dip in, right? I've never, I, I don't even know where that came from. Hate that, tomato that, soup myself. That never happened in my childhood, mm-hmm. and I don't feel like I missed a damn thing. To me, the grilled cheese sandwich stands alone, doesn't require any dipping sauce, doesn't require to be dunked in any soup. The cheese does stand alone. The only thing a grilled cheese sandwich needs is a second grilled cheese sandwich. That's right. Or the double-decker, which is also listed here on food.com. Uh, I'm looking. Uh, I can't really see the menu because it's so small. But uh, you know how it's really good grilled cheese sandwiches? is Shelburne Falls Coffee Roasters over here. Oh, right down really? here. Yeah. Just past the rotary. They uh, they make all, you can order it any way you want it. Mm. And it has all these ingredients that you can uh, that you can put on it. It's you know, um, pretty cool. Which is, uh, it's a pretty damn good grilled cheese sandwich. Mm-hmm. Uh, Max Burger in Longmeadow, and they also have the uh, the burger that the, the there's you got the burger, and then rather than a bun, you've got a grilled cheese sandwich on either side of the burger. Wow. That's fantastic. Yeah. Oh Lord, that's good for you. Yeah. Uh, it's really got good. all the major food groups: hard, soft, cold, and hot. I love that. Oh, I like those. Yeah. yeah. That's the way to be healthy. Uh, there's also a Sloppy Joe grilled cheese here listed on food.com. There's a Buffalo Chicken grilled cheese sandwich. Well, I can see. The, bu- the the Sloppy Joe doesn't do much for me, but the, the, the Buffalo Chicken sounds good. For those pretending to be healthy, the Goat Cheese Fig and Honey grilled cheese sandwich. Ugh. You got to have a special liking for goat cheese. I yeah. love goat cheese. But I also know that uh, the time to have like a Fig Newton is only when you've been drinking for hours. 
I like a good smoked Gouda. That's a good cheese. That's a very good cheese. Well, there's some recipes for grilled cheese that have those here on this page. It's the 30 best grilled cheese recipes according to the Food Network and Food.com. I'm reading through it right now. Maybe we, should we'll, be, we should be making these. Yeah, well, maybe we'll post this on the Rock 102 Facebook page, and people can add their own on there. Or we could get somebody to bring us grilled cheese yes. sandwiches. That would be more ideal. Yeah, that, yes. That would be great. Hint, but- hint. Now you're thinking. I like Gouda cheese. I'm just saying. I'll take anything, unless it's with no, the- no, no. You, you've opened yourself up. You're getting, yeah. you're getting craft slices. Bring, bring Dave a craft slice. <laughs> yeah. All but, right, I'll eat it if I have to. Well, hey, what's your favorite grilled cheese sandwich? Two nine three one zero two one. We'd love to hear from you. This We're really morning. doing that? We would. <laughs> well, it depends if we get calls or not. I thought I that was the new thing we do around here. It's seven twenty with back Steve and Dave on Rock one zero two. Hey, it's Pat Kelly. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 726 and the Eagles on Rock 102. A little rain this morning and then maybe highs in the low 70s today. Hey, it's National Grilled Cheese Day today. And uh, let's go to the phones, shall we? Rock 102. I make a grilled cheese sandwich that's a triple decker. Mm-hmm. Okay. grilled cheese on the bottom with ham. And then when that's all done, I put turkey on the top with cheese and, and mustard. And then I... Grill that size. What kind of cheese are you using? It depends. Sharp cheddar, sometimes mozzarella. It depends on what's in the drawer. Oh, there you what, go. What's your first name? Ben. Yeah, we'll take three. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Thanks, thanks Ben. Rock 102. Good morning. Is this? Good morning. This is Eric. Hey, what's Eric. up, Eric? Hey, not too much. I just had a grilled cheese sandwich for breakfast, actually. Oh, do tell. <laughs> yeah, I made it with uh, with mayonnaise on the outside because it, it makes it easy to... Mm. To toast the bread, yep. um, but butter is always better. Okay. Yeah. All right. What well, about a mix of butter and mayonnaise? Well, you could do that too, right? It's unnecessary, and it would confuse my palate. Or tell me what's necessary and what's unnecessary. Hey, hey, hey what do I got? Cheese sandwich. What do I got to separate the two of you? Mm-hmm. All right. Thank you. Adios. Rock one hundred two. Good morning. Who's this? Angela. Angela, what's on your mind? Um, the best grilled cheese. Yes. Yeah. Sliced pickles with sliced pickles with bacon. Mm. I don't know about that one. I well, thought it was gonna be. I thought it was gonna be weird. It is amazing. I could probably uh, a, a bypass. I could probably bypass the pickles, but Me I'm too. with you on the bacon. Not a I'm totally guy. with you on the bacon. Mm-hmm. There's a food truck that's called Say Cheese, and she makes <laughs> amazing grilled cheese. Where does she? I never thought you could like. Where does oh. she serve? Where Where's she out and about? Where? Uh, she's out of the Worcester area, but sometimes she comes out this way and sets up at different places. Like um, at two weeks' notice, every once in a while she's there. But oh my God, she has the best grilled cheese. It's amazing. Sounds good. And I guess I'd say cheese. You would have the grilled cheese sandwich and then take selfies, right? Uh, yeah, I suppose. I'm actually looking at the menu for that mm-hmm. food truck. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have to find a way to bring them here. They okay. get the. They make five different kinds of sandwiches. There's the uh, the just say cheese. It's just uh, with you know with cheddar on a uh, ciabatta uh, roll, mm-hmm. and then the, the pickleback is the one she's talking about. Ah, there's the uh, the fig and goat, which is goat cheese, fig jam, and arugula. Fig and goat. The wedge. This one actually sounds good to me. It's mm-hmm. uh, blue cheese crumbles, cheddar, bacon, and a tomato. That sounds pretty. Yeah, that good. sounds mm-hmm. pretty damn good. And uh, I don't know if you, you say this caprese or whatever it is. It's mozzarella. Caprice. Tomato, basil, Cap- and a balsamic glaze. Caprese. Yeah, whatever. I'll tell you what. They all sound good. Yeah. And uh, the wedge is a $12 sandwich. 
Ooh, $12. Yeah. Remind me uh, when that happens mm-hmm. to bring some extra cash. Okay. Because I, uh, I will have to try all five. I would think that would be the only fair thing to do. I think you're right. Yes. All right. Uh, coming up next in the news, the ratings are in here in Massachusetts for cannabis. Ooh. Yeah, I know Steve would be interested in yeah. this. Yeah! Let's go, Dave! Let's go! <laughs> Coming up next on Rock 102. Now, here's your Western Mass News First Warning for. We're back, Steve and Dave, in Rock 102. It's time for news, and it's brought to you by Yankee Home Improvement. This month, enjoy April shower discount. 60% off installation. Log on to yankeehome.com. It's time for news, and here's Dave Coombs. This story handcrafted for Steve Nagel. Cannabis coming in all shapes and sizes, and if you know where to look, pretty good quality. Except in Massachusetts, where users are calling legal cannabis, quote, garbage. According to a report in the Boston Globe, Survey said. dozens of <laughs> marijuana connoisseurs. Are you one, Steve? Are you a marijuana? Can you mm. tell the difference between good and bad? Mm, well, yeah, you can always tell the difference between good and bad, but I'm not one of these, like, snobs about okay. it. Oh, boo, 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 boo. Well, it either gets you high or it doesn't. That's well, the that's the main goal. Well, the connoisseurs in Massachusetts complaining about the Bay State's weed, most agreeing that while cannabis has improved with legalization, the state produces mediocre product and sells it at premium prices. Well... Isn't that how commerce works? I believe that's what you call an economy. Yeah. Uh, I don't understand what they're complaining about. They're complaining about the quality of the weed that we grow here because you can only grow it in the state. You can only sell it in it. <sighs> Whatever's sold here, it has to be grown here mm-hmm. because it's not a federal uh, legal thing yet. Right. So all the stuff has to come from here. But they get the strand. Don't they get the strains from like. California and all these other places. I don't know. Uh, and aren't these all you know controlled indoor environments where these things are are uh, are, are grown? Mm, yeah, they're in these big giant greenhouses and and uh, they're right. all protected. Which, which and, makes me think that there's really not a noticeable difference from per se. Well, you know, Colorado to Massachusetts. I mean, the products are limited because you only have a finite number of growers in the state and you only have and you have all of these stores. So a right. lot of these stores are buying from the exact same place that another store is. Right. So now those you, those are the growers. But what about the showers? The showers? Yeah. That's what I'm talking about, the showers. Gotcha. I'm talking about the people that uh, sell this stuff. You know, it could be the same thing that you're getting at another dispensary. Mm-hmm. You know, like there's brand names out there now. It's kind of like uh, cereals, you know, like tricks, you know. Right. It's, uh, stuff like that. Right. That they sell it. Uh, like I can get it at this dispensary over in Springfield. I can get the same thing in Chicopee. This kind of rambling suggests that he's high right now. I am high right now. Actually. <laughs> I have to be to come in here. <laughs> well, hand in hand with weed, skate parks. Dude, the first official skate park in East Hampton could be built. As soon as next year, months. Skate parks and weed. You get really got my attention this morning. Damn right about that. <laughs> uh, do you do that, by the way? You, can you skateboard? Oh, God, no. I can't. <laughs> God, I can't even roller skate. I have to use one of those little walkers when I go to the Interstate 91. <laughs> I, uh, I, I used to have a skateboard when I was a kid. Yeah. And uh, I think uh, wiping out too many times uh, got me off the skateboarding kick for a while. I couldn't do it at all. I can rollerblade, but I, I can't uh, can't uh, do the uh, skateboarding. Do but, you rollerblade in your sweatpants when uh, you're on dates? Uh, I have before. 
I have. I've done that. Wow. Yes. You are a make-out master. Mm, that was a hell of a date, and it did- Chicks dig you, I can tell. Well, well, this one didn't. Didn't get to a second date. Really? No. Was it, was it the pants? Probably. We should do a contest. Go on a date with Dave Coombs. No, no. We are not doing that. We oh, should. No. We should. No. We, yeah, we should. I got you. Okay, yeah. yeah. I know. I'm not here for your amusement. Well, no, but we're trying to help you out. We're trying to help you. Uh, oh, yeah, matchmaker, would... matchmaker, oh. make me a match. Yeah, that would help. Listen, you don't have to do any more heavy swiping. We would take care of it all. <laughs> Nothing could well, possibly yeah, listen, go wrong. I'm just going off of you. You keep mentioning you're going on dates and stuff, and right? I'm like, well, what better way to uh, enhance his uh, his dating life than by hooking him up? We can we can uh, yeah. Yeah. get him a all mate. Right. All right, <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Let's uh, let's table that discussion. Till we, later, we got, okay? I think we probably have some old uh, gift certificates to the '99. We could set you up for at. Uh, you know what else uh, can we do? American Express gift card. Oh no, somebody already took those years ago. We have iPod. No, we don't have iPods. Somebody stole those too. We have a bunch of CDs. You can no. We no, take, can't do that either. Those. Oh, it's so romantic. We have we have some petty cash. No, we don't have that either. I'm going to put on my Liberace records. <laughs> Anyone? I don't know. I think see? we could. I think we could really what, set you up. What's the Liberace? What's the ah, reference? Ah, see, I got. Uh huh. Uh-huh. You you hit me with Seinfeld, and yeah. I don't. What'd you hit us with? I'm not sure. Oh, Misery. That's a pretty good movie, right? Was, it's so romantic. Yeah, I'm going to put on my Liberace records. Was, was there a oh, there line about Liberace? That yes. Was it? That was yeah, it? Yeah, Kathy Bates. You know, I just watched that movie back in uh, January when I had COVID because I myself was in misery. Right. So I figured I might as well watch a movie about misery. So and There you uh, go. She played a good nut job, I'll say. She did. That was a great movie. Anyway. She, I thought she seemed perfectly normal. Yeah, okay. Back to the skate park in East Hampton mm-hmm. last night. The skate community came together at the East Hampton City Hall to discuss the project. The city having a design public meeting for the skate park in hopes to get the public's input on what the skate park would look like. A potential location has been picked at 32 and 50 Payson Avenue behind City Hall in East Hampton. And if everything goes to plan, the city planner hoping construction would begin next year. You know, when I was a kid, there was a uh, there was a skate park. I forgot where it was. It may have been like Seekonk or something like that. Mm-hmm. Anyway, they had one. And uh, I went with my next door neighbor, and uh, he was—he could actually do all that stuff. He mm-hmm. could—he could go down the half pipe, and it was no problem. Sure, I did it for like about fifteen minutes. I wiped out like twelve times, and I said, "You know what? I think I'm just going to sit here in this bench and watch you complete your 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 fun." Mm-hmm. Like I just—I if it if I don't catch on to it right away mm-hmm. or within a certain reasonable. Period yeah. of time, I'm I'm uh, I'm done. I was like that with snowboarding, by the way. I was like that with skiing. Yeah. I couldn't do skiing or uh, any any anything where my feet are moving on on wheels. For, for me, skiing was okay because I learned how at an early age when I lived in Southern Vermont. Yeah, but you'd think that somebody who was a good skier and I'm pretty good could also snowboard. Nope. Tried it with my son. Nope. Nope. Both failed horribly. Failed. Yes, we did. <laughs> David, <laughs> we should compare our our lifetime failures side by sure. side and see how they how they stack up. Well, that could be an entire show, I think. David Antonetti Almestica was convicted of second degree murder after he stabbed Angel Camacho three times in Bristol County. The 25 year old was convicted of second degree murder, witness intimidation, and two counts of assault and battery with dangerous weapons. He might be some sort of a jerk. Almestica is the jerk. Camacho is the victim. They met in a New Bedford apartment where Almestica had planned to sell cocaine to Camacho, but, quote, 
the victim was not happy with the price and expressed his displeasure, end quote. Almestica stabbed him three times, chucked him down the stairs, followed him outside, mm. and kicked him. Are there no consumer protections for uh, for cocaine buys? Mm. Is there anyone can you can complain to, like the Better Business Bureau? Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I'm just stuck on Camacho, Camacho man. I want to kill a Camacho <laughs> man. Well, he did. Yeah. yeah. One of the witnesses described the kick, by the way, as a football kick. Ooh, a football kick. And I'm oh, quoting. Yeah. This happened in front of parents who were putting their kids on the school bus outside the apartment in New Bedford. And this is the best part. According to the statement, the defendant handed out cocaine to the witnesses who saw the stabbing and the kicking and told them to shut their mouths because they, quote, didn't see nothing, end quote. Yeah. I didn't see nothing either. Except a big hot piece of meat right in front of me. Body, body, body. body. Wanna feel my body, baby? Such a thrill, my body. Wanna touch my body? Ain't too much, my body. Check it out, my body, baby. Don't you doubt my body. The man's name is Camacho. Camacho. When we get to the the hook, yeah, we'll get there. It's only a five-minute song. Everybody wants to kill a Camacho Camacho man. Have the kind of body always in demand. Jogging in the mornings, go man go. Workouts in the health spa, muscles grow. You can best believe he's a Camacho man. Ready to get down with anyone he can. Hey, 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 Camacho, Camacho man. Well, we should bring this back in, uh. in Now Hear This in just a couple of moments because Cam Newton is making headlines Oof. with some of his statements. Not really a Camacho man. This no. isn't a Steve Miller song, Dave. We're not going to play this five minutes from now. <laughs> <laughs> we do have Now Hear This coming up next with Cam Newton and... But, what? But first, a Steve Miller song. Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> we also have two other juicy pieces of audio and Now Hear This coming up next on Rock 102. This is Classic Rock at 750 and Led Zeppelin on Rock 102. Cloudy but uh, warm today with a high of 72. Tomorrow, more of the same with a high of 71. It's 50 right now in downtown Springfield. You know, if you're missing things like uh, <laughs> our conversation about grilled cheese sandwiches or what have you, check out the uh, the daily podcast available on rock102.com. You'll also find it on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you look for podcasts, you will find the Back Steve and Dave uh, daily podcast. Also, check out Baxi's musical podcast this week. My guest, Will Sargent from Echo and the Bunnymen, has got a brand new book out. You can uh, check that out and hear that interview on rock102.com. Now hear this. Now hear this. Do you truly hear what I'm saying? Sound off like you got a pair. Want to hear the most annoying sound in the world? Now hear this on Rock 102 with Back Steve and Dave in the morning. Clip number one from a principal pulling a prank on students and teachers with an announcement that sounded like a warning that came over the school's loudspeaker but was actually something else. Here it is. All staff and students should remain in their rooms. Teachers, please lock your doors 
to prevent water damage. Teachers, if you would then document for the office that your classroom is in compliance of these flood procedures. Students, at this time, please remove your shoes and find higher ground by sitting on your desk. Please practice your backstroke. There it was, the big punchline. Mm. It was the baby shark thing? Yep, played the baby shark uh, clip over the loudspeaker. And how long was it, was it before the first parent filed a lawsuit of scaring their children sure. because of a prank at school? Good when point. You have lockdowns mm-hmm. all the time. Hey, you know what? Yeah, These lockdown drills we have, they're not really that fun. Let's put a baby shark thing with them. Isn't it uh, school's responsibility to teach children rather than to annoy children with the Baby Shark theme song? Well, I don't think they, she probably wasn't annoying them. I bet the kids loved that part of it. <sighs> Did she, the, t- the teachers, I'm sure, were annoyed. Did she get any guff for this, or was this not, just a prank? Not that I've seen so uh, far. So light, Such lighthearted fun. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Cut number two comes from former Patriots quarterback Cam Newton appearing on a podcast to dispense... Some of his wisdom about life, including some views about women. Here's Cam Newton. I grew up in a three-parent household, my mom, my father, and my grandmother. And uh, I knew what a woman was, not a bad bitch. A person who's just, you know, girl, I'm a bad bitch. You know, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. I, 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 I looked apart, but I don't act apart. It's a lot of women who are bad bitches. And I say bitches in a way not to degrade a woman, mm. but just to 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 go off the aesthetic of what they deem is a boss chick. A woman for me is handling your own, but knowing how to cater to a man's needs. Uh huh. Right. You get that aesthetic of like I'm a boss bitch, like I'm a this, I'm a that. No, baby, like, but you can't cook. <laughs> okay. You don't know. You don't know when to be quiet. You don't know how to allow a man to lead. There you go. You know, you hear the host and you can see in his head. If you ever see the video, you can see in the head, the guy's like, please tell me he's not saying this. He's not saying this on my podcast. Then, one, he legitimizes the podcast, but on course. the other hand, it's like, dude, you're killing us. Well, Dan Snyder's going to call Cam and beg him to sign right now. <laughs> well, the other thing is the host probably should have taken exception a little bit more rather than, uh-huh. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe yeah. well, he should have stepped forward on behalf of women, perhaps. Yeah, but you know, you got Cam Newton sitting uh, sitting there doing a podcast in yep. your garage. You don't you don't <laughs> mouth back and expect him to stick around. He lost a yogurt sponsorship over his talk about women before. Yogurt? Yeah, it was. Uh, I think it was a spokesman for like the Greek yogurt stuff, whatever that's called. And they had enough of this, I guess. So, clip number three: a woman trying to steal two expensive water bottles from a restaurant in Santa Monica, California. Starts off with the waiter attempted to get the bottles back as this woman sat in her Porsche and attempted to drive away with the stolen bottles of water. Here you go. Please give me back our property. Oh, my God. You guys charge $70 for these bottles. What are, are you, you crazy? about? crazy? Ma'am. What are you talking about? We do not sell those. And you're worried about something that I paid seventy dollars for. Uh, you did not pay seventy dollars for that. Yeah, we I don't did. even. Ha- there's no possible way. It, it doesn't exist. Okay, give yeah. me the other bottle. Bye. Give me the Bye. other bottle. Hey, 
There she is. Off in her Porsche. She finally did give the two bottles back. She paid 70 bucks for the entire bill. And she, she felt that she needed to take something from yes. the restaurant. Yes. No, that makes 70 bucks. That makes uh, perfectly good sense. Oh, really? Yeah, sure. Why not? <laughs> well, she didn't get away with it. And you know what? Good for the waiter. Or whoever that was. Did she at least leave a tip for the guy? I don't know. Prob- Pro- probably yeah. not. Probably if she's not. taking things, she's probably... She's one of these entitled people who mm-hmm. believe that uh, she pays enough for everything. Why should she have to shell out any more? Well, I wonder how much she paid for her Porsche. She Probably, probably a little more any. than $70. Yeah, right? Maybe that's why she could afford a Porsche, because she hasn't been tipping anybody, and she's been stealing <laughs> stuff her entire life. There you go. Say, so maybe she's on to something. Maybe she's pretty smart. Yeah, she's got a plan. We're all calling her dumb and... You know, selfish. And here we are, driving around in three crappy cars. Yeah, yeah. Well, maybe we should try it ourselves here sometime with a uh, local restaurant. Try and steal stuff. No. Silverware, I don't, I don't know. Nah, let's go far away and steal stuff. All right, very yeah, good. Yeah, let's, let's go to Worcester. Yeah, they'll, they'll never yeah. recognize us no, there. No, <laughs> Coming up next, the 102 Second Sports on Rock 102. The following takes place between 8 a.m., and 9 a.m. It is 8 a.m. on Rock 102. We're going to have highs in the low 70s today with warm and breezy conditions. A few showers earlier this morning, then pretty much sunny for the rest of the day. The weather is brought to you by Bank ESB. As a local bank, they have convenient tools, smart banking technology, and personalized financial support to set you on the right path. Unlock your potential at bankesb.com. Here's your 102-second sports on Rock 102. Starting with hockey, our Springfield Thunderbirds returning home for three games and four nights at the Mass Mutual Center beginning tomorrow night against the Syracuse Crunch. And tonight, the Bruins hosting the St. Louis Blues, which is the parent squad of the T-Birds. That game at 7 p.m. You can catch it on our sister station, Laser 98.5. In the NBA, the Celtics will be hosting a playoff game this Sunday. Still don't know against whom the Cavs and Nets will have a play-in tournament game tonight. Tips off at 7 o'clock, and the winner of that game will take on the Celts in Boston on Sunday. Baseball, the Red Sox over the Tigers 3-1. to Sox are batting just 173 so far this year, hoping to improve that against the Tigers in Detroit today at 1 o'clock. And also in baseball last night, the Padres beat the Giants 4-2. to You had twin brothers pitching for either side. Taylor Rogers throwing the ninth to earn his third save, while his twin brother Tyler took the loss for the Giants. And Philadelphia beat the Mets 5-4. to Phillies third baseman Alec Baum making three errors in the game, but his biggest mistake was complaining about the field of in Philadelphia and the town of Philadelphia. Lip readers running wild when cameras caught Baum having some choice words after his second error. He said, and I quote, I effing hate this place, according to the lip readers. Bomb has since apologized, and the Philly fans can now go back to throwing batteries at him. That's it for your 102-second sports. Coming up next, more on Cam Newton and his thoughts about women. Straight ahead and backs his view from the couch on Rock 102. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 810. And the Black Crows with back Steve and Dave in Rock 102. It's uh, going to be cloudy today, but uh, high is 72, believe it or not. Tomorrow, more of the same. It's 51 in downtown Springfield. So as we pointed out earlier, it's National Grilled Cheese Day today. Mm-hmm. And along with that, it's an interesting list of ways restaurants 
are using to get you to spend more money. Tactics that restaurants use to get you to spend more. This is like pretty I, interesting. I, 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 you know, the top one? Yeah. I haven't seen this list. But the top one mm-hmm. is when they make food that's delicious. That's always the yeah. way it gets me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll yeah. spend money for food that's delicious. Oh, you, you nailed the first one, Bax. Good job. I yep. The rest of the list includes pressuring the customer to order quickly because it gets you to order a drink without looking at prices. If the pre- mm. if you're being pressured, mm. many people will cave into the pressure and ah, yeah, yeah, let me order a drink here when maybe you didn't want to order a drink in the first place. I never make a decision on what to drink based on price. If that's, I mean, I mean, no. typically, I mean, unless I get the bill and I realize, oh my god, that was a twenty-five dollar drink, right. then then I might think differently. But I never make that choice based on how much it's going to cost me. I mean, yeah, I, I don't either. No, I mean, yeah. if I'm if I'm really thirsty, I'm going to say, well, yeah, I'll, I'll take this, and this is what I want, and I'll pay for it blindly. Here's an interesting one: some restaurants remove the dollar sign from the items on the menu. And doing that disassociates the numbers from the money involved. That's a pretty good tactic. Yeah. That's ridiculous. So you just it, remove the little dollar sign. But if you got like a, say, for instance, there's a steak on the menu right? and it says 45, just the number 45. Right. Yeah. I know it's costing me $45. Either whether, that or whether you, the, the, the punctuation is there or not, I know what I'm spending. Well, I don't know. But 45 could be the number of the item, kind of like a Chinese menu. Then that would be on the well, left column, wouldn't I th- it? I think though that's more for an upscale restaurant. Like we went to the uh, Morton's Steakhouse. Yep. Oh yeah, and uh, everything on the menu is like one. It's like there's no dollar sign. Mm-hmm. It's just the number because it doesn't make sense to have a well. This steak is uh, seventy four ninety nine. Right. You know, it's seventy five dollars. That's what they put down on there because mm-hmm. there's uh, no BS. From the steakhouse. Right. Well, they don't care because the clientele at Morton's doesn't care about price under any circumstance. No, but they you got to admit, though, it's almost worth $75. It is worth $75. It's an awful good steak. Unless you get a filet mignon well done. Can you imagine somebody who would do something My like mom yeah, would do God. that. Really? Mom, if you're listening at home in Vero Beach, shame on you. Honest to God. I, I mean, I know people have a problem with the, with the pink inside because yeah. they think it's all bloody and stuff. Yeah. Mm, it's not bloody. Not at all. It's it's delicious. Just juice. It's so delicious. Mm-hmm. Just the au jus. Oh, my God. Tactic number four. You know, why do we do this? Don't you guys realize I'm intermittent fasting? By the way, I realize the problem I'm having. <laughs> we forgot. Back. Sorry. No, we didn't forget. Dave and I discussed this <laughs> yeah. before the show. Yeah. Said, Let's torture backs by telling, talking all about grilled cheese sandwiches and, uh, and au jus. I, I just realized what I'm doing wrong with this intermittent fasting. Yeah. I, uh, I confuse it with intermittent frosting, and that was my problem. Ah, okay. That's yeah. always been. That was a problem. Just two two different letters. What a big know. difference that can make. Anyway, go on. Uh, tactic number four, the restaurants use to get you to spend more money. The most expensive meals are highlighted somehow, either in bold type or with some sort of uh, you know yellow highlighter or something like that on the menu. And your eye is drawn to that as a customer. You know what they also do? And this is uh, actually uh, very t- tactical. Mm-hmm. They give you bread right away. Yeah. Because it makes you thirsty. Yeah. And makes you uh, want salt. 
And so then that after you have the yeah. bread, then you say, well, I'm going to have some, I'm going to need some calamari with all this bread. And I'll take another beer while I'm at it. I'm going to need some tater skins. Mm-hmm. Oh, remember uh, Samuels down at the Hall of Fame did uh, bacon Tuesdays? Yeah, I do. Like Tuesday nights, you could go in there and get bowls of bacon yeah. for free. Yeah. And it's put the only, it out with the beer. And it's the only time you could get something quickly at Samuels. Well, even that took a little long. <laughs> they, were, uh, they were operating off the Friendly's playbook. Mm-hmm. Here's a good one. Another tactic they use to get us to spend more money. The appetizers section on the menu yeah. mm-hmm. features an odd number of items, so it's less enticing to share. In other words, if you were going to share, you might get, well, we'll get one of these, and then we'll get one of these. But if there's an odd number of items, then you might have to order. Uh, I see, see what you're saying. Yeah. yeah, sure. You know, let me uh, let me just uh, peel the curtain back uh, and reveal the man who's behind there. And tell you, uh, I was a waiter at Pizzeria Uno's years ago. Oh, yeah? And there's a, there's a lot of different tactics that you can use to get people to buy things just by the power of suggestion. Mm-hmm. And many times- By hiring, will... hiring special needs people as your wait staff? Yes. Yes. <laughs> and by that, I just mean you. Yes. Yes. <laughs> by hiring me. Uh, anyway, <laughs> uh <laughs> <laughs> I have a story about that, but I can't tell it because, because it's it like don't, don't tell it's it. like offensive to somebody. But anyway, <laughs> who do you think you are, Cam Newton? Yeah, yeah. Well, no, I'm not Cam Newton. <laughs> Otherwise, I would have already said it. Uh, but, but but so what they would do is they would give incentives to the waitstaff, like the end. Hey, like look, listen, you'll get an extra like fifty dollars or twenty. You know, it was tiered. It was like twenty dollars, maybe twenty dollars for mm. a tip at the end of the night. Right. If you sell, if you um, get this bingo, like they had bingo, like, and they give you the bingo card, and the bingo card had like, you know, the potato skins on it, the uh, the, the mozzarella sticks, and all right. this other stuff, and then uh, I heard, I learned from this uh, experienced waitstaff uh, person who said, "This is how you do it. You walk up to the table and you say." Hey, can I interest you in one of our featured appetizers tonight? And the featured appetizer would change every time because you were trying to get the bingo card. Mm -hmm. Could I I interest you in our featured appetizer of mozzarella sticks tonight? And people will go, yeah, actually, that sounds pretty good. And that's how you would get the bingo card. No kidding. It wasn't like you're trying to push spinocoli or anything like that. No, 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 no. um, Let me see if uh, I'm getting uh, messages. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was told to, uh, to stop talking about that restaurant. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but but I do I didn't say anything bad about it. I was no. just talking about the tactics. Of that's course, all. That's it. Yeah. That's all. Well, I do love the incentive plan for the employees. That's pretty cool. It's kind of yeah. like Alec Baldwin with uh, the Glen Gary Glen Ross plan. The first yeah. prize a Cadillac Eldorado. Yeah. yeah. Everything second, worked out good for that guy. Right. Second prize a set of steak knives. Yeah. Anybody want to see third prize? Third prize is you're fired. Yeah. It's called suggestive selling mm-hmm. is what it's called. Huh, I like it. The same thing with the, they had a Sam Adams contest. You could go meet Ben Affleck at the, the Sam Adams thing mm-hmm. if you sold X amount of dollars worth of Sam Adams. Really? I didn't mm-hmm. win. <laughs> How close were you? Never. I wasn't even that close. Steve because you had drinking it all. You had to go up and suggest to people, mm-hmm. could I start your order off with a frosty cold mug of Sam Adams? And uh, and then uh, one guy w- got all mad. He was like, I'm an alcoholic. I don't drink anymore. Why, why are you suggesting that? Yeah, but that's so, not your fault. You didn't know he was an alcoholic if well, you were a waiter or no, whatever. No, but, you, I mean, yeah. you know, you're offering. Well, you know, like fast food places do that a lot. Yeah. 
Like you, you'll you'll go through the, uh, sure. the, 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 the 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 you go up to the speaker and the big menu lighted menu sure. and they'll say, "Hi, would you like welcome to uh, blah blah blah? Would you like to try this on our, yeah. our new uh, dollar menu?" Like, no, I'm here for one thing. I knew what I was going to get before I got off the highway. Sure, would you like fries with that? Could we supersize that? No, no, I just ordered what I ordered. Thank you. Well, but, I would never say no to supersizing. That's some the people, one thing I would not do. But some but people it, cave into the suggestion, like Steve said. It's a sales game. Mm-hmm. It, it's it's how much you can uh, convince somebody to buy. And you know, as much as you complain about, well, I don't want it. I just want this one thing. Well, yeah, you're a small percentage of the population. Many people out there will go, hmm, you know what? An extra piece of pie sounds pretty damn good. Mm-hmm. Load it onto my order. Where are you getting pie at fast food other than McDonald's, which I don't think they make anymore? Burger King. They do? do yeah, really? they sell uh, little wedges of pie. What no kind? Kidding. What kind? Like Hershey's pie. It's like oh, a, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Reese's Pieces and mm-hmm. then like cookies and cream. What is this pie of which you speak? I had no idea. You got to get to your local Burger King oh. to do so. Is this uh, like ice cream p- kind of pie or just no, reg- it's regular pie? It's oh. cold. Yeah. It's cold pie. Okay. Yeah. One last tactic that restaurants use to get you to spend more money. Yes. Apparently, we have the tendency as customers to order the second cheapest bottle of wine on most wine menus. You don't go for the most expensive, but you're like, I can kind of be fancy with my date and impress. We'll order the second cheapest yeah, I can see you wine. ordering the cheapest Second bottle of cheapest wine with your sweatpants. Yeah. Uh, so the restaurants jack the price of that particular item way up because they know that people have a tendency to order that particular type of wine, the second cheapest Well, wine. I mean, alcohol always has a big markup, mm-hmm. and, and no matter where you go, you know, any any restaurant, they they, they, I mean, they mark that up. Mm-hmm. And, un- and understandably so. I mean, mm-hmm. if you were buying... You know, booze for your own home use, you right. can make a you get a real deal. Yeah, and I think I kind of said that wrong. I implied that we're ordering the second most expensive. We're ordering the second cheapest wine. So we're not like total cheapskates. We're like one level up from total cheapskates when we order. Lady, he's single and ready to mingle. <laughs> yeah, I didn't say I did that. But you, you didn't did. order that meatloaf sandwich. <laughs> you did not. <laughs> she would have been like, ooh, Mr. Big Bucks. Ooh, yeah. Mr. Meatloaf. He'll eat anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's 820 with Back Steve and Dave on Rock 102. GG Inks, screen printing and embroidery. They print their shirt on your back. Heck, they make the Rock 102 shirts that we wear and give out to you at events. Find them online at ggings.com. ggings.com. Hampshire Fire Protection, LLC. Poison on Rock 102 with back Steve and Dave. And continuing with the restaurant theme today, the music video for that features a restaurant worker who's being reprimanded because he's listening to music and the manager comes in and turn that radio off. You're not paid to listen to that rock and roll. You know, there's such a disconnect between uh, working for the man mm-hmm. and being able to rock. Right. That's what I mean. Yeah. That's what I hear. You know, like we, we couldn't do that here. I'm gonna I'm gonna call your uh, music th- Grand Dave facts, and then we're gonna every time you come up with a fact, I'll just be like, "Oh, it's Grand Dave coming up with this music <laughs> fact again." GDF man, yeah, there, there you go. GDF. Yeah, and every time you do a sex story, then I'm gonna say it's time for another sex fact from Nagel. SFN man, when how about do, that? Yeah, that's fair do, game. When do I do sex stories? <sighs> Never. Well, I mean, you, I mean, you have uh, you you occasionally will reach back for a. 
sexual reference yes, or innuendo. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Well, yeah. So, yeah I mean, it's just fair uh, game, I think. Yeah, I'll that's take That's part of my knowledge, and uh, you've yeah. got the uh, the music history. I'll take it, man. I'm good with that. It's like uh, it's like water and vinegar. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> or magnet and steel. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, which is like Walter Egan. Yes. Ooh, where am I? Yeah, it's like, I got to get that. Peanut, and- peanut butter and syrup. <laughs> See, now, there, yeah. there you go. I don't think so. It's uh, 829. News is next on Rock 102. Now, here's your Western Mass News First Warning Forecast. Oh, it's a damn... 832. We're back, Steve and Dave at Rock 102. It's time for news brought to you by Gary Rome Hyundai. Gary Rome will pay you more for your car, whether you trade it or not. It's time for news, and here's Dave Coombs. So, a 25-year-old Springfield man, uh, Kamari Akri arrested recently after a firearm investigation. Springfield Police spokesperson Ryan Walsh saying officers saw Acre enter the passenger seat of a car and leave the area. Officers stopped the vehicle, the inter- intersection of Hancock and Union Streets. Union. <laughs> Union Street. Happened around 11.05 Thursday night. Walsh said when officers approached the vehicle, they saw Acre allegedly reach for his waistband and grab the handle of a firearm and then drop it on the passenger seat. Acre then made an attempt to run from detectives, but was caught and arrested. While officers were booking him, he allegedly continued to resist arrest and loogied on two officers. Again, it's not, uh, you know, this is the kind of, if you have Ryan were here, I would mm-hmm. ask him, is this one Luger or is this uh, two? Like, you know, it gets two cops for one Luger or two different Lugers. That's you, what I, I want to know. You do get a lot of spatter, I think, in any case. It, it's similar. You know, we learned a lot during COVID about, uh, what is it called? Particulates, right? When you sneeze. Yes. So I think there's probably a lot of that going on. I'm going to guess it was one, Bax, just based on that. I'm going to guess you're probably right. Because you know, you'd have to reload quickly in order to get two out, right? Well, you're, tr- you're right about that. You and know? it's not like you can just you know save one mm-hmm. for a later time. Yeah. Well, Mr. Acre was charged with carrying a loaded large-capacity firearm without a license, also carrying just a main firearm without a license. I don't know how those two are different. Violation of a firearm surrender order, assault and battery, and resisting arrest. He's fighting that one. Yeah, good luck with that. A pedestrian was struck and killed last night by a vehicle on Route 291. The crash took place shortly before 9 p.m. near Exit 3, on the eastbound side of the highway, according to the Mass State Police, police and emergency medical personnel were at the scene of the crash last night. Just one lane was open for quite some time, so motorists had to avoid the area if possible. And there were a lot of delays in that area of the highway last night around 9 or 10 o'clock. Hmm. Meantime, Congressman Richard Neal in Western Mass yesterday to support mitigation of mold issues at the Roderick Ireland Courthouse. Oh, great. He made an appearance to yeah. say he's not going to do anything. Well, you're kind of right about that, because the quote was from Neil, I hesitate to substitute my judgment for Governor Baker's, but clearly the final decision here will rest with the governor's administration. Uh, What does that even mean? Right? Yeah. Well, like uh, like nearly everything else, it's hard to distinguish what anything coming out of uh, Richard Neal's mouth really means. Oh, you mean I have to work and make decisions? I'm sorry. I'm unavailable. No wonder he doesn't join you guys on the show anymore. Well, I mean, he'll come down. No, and, he uh, will. He'll show his face for the uh, the Mayflower Marathon. The Mayflower Marathon. Gotcha. To, yeah, you know, he likes make that his donation. He was also in Western Mass yesterday, joining postal employees and union workers outside the Main Street Post Office to celebrate the bipartisan Postal Reserve, excuse me, Postal Service Reform Act of 2022. According to the congressman, the legislation 
which was signed into law last week, enacted several overdue changes to address financial challenges the Postal Service is undergoing, also to improve mail delivery and support postal workers and retirees. I'm going to uh, increase the cost of a stamp. It, no, no, no. It's, and we still got the. Do you have any forever stamps left, by the way? Um. Yeah, I do. Yeah. I mean, but I I can't remember like the last time I. I use one. I, I, I Everything I do is online now. I used one just yesterday, actually, to mail a letter. A letter? A card. A card? Yes. All yeah. right, a card is all right. Yeah. But, uh, but like, you know, most of your bills people pay online now, mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, no one's, no one's actually writing a bona fide letter. Who's doing that? Yeah, you're right, unless maybe you're in prison. Maybe. Maybe. But you remember back in like the 1800s, there were like you know dudes who would you know want to be known as I'm a man of letters. You yeah. don't see that anymore. Right. That's uh, that's gone. Now I'm a man of Facebook. I'm, yeah, I'm a man of email. Mm-hmm. No one does that anymore either. So we talked about that uh, bank robbery at TD Bank on yes. Saturday. Mm-hmm. They got the two guys for that: 22-year-old Edward Rosso and 50-year-old Aaron Hadley. Rosso, apparently the younger guy, was sort of the mastermind. He walked into the bank around 9.15 in the morning, passed a note to a teller demanding money and implying that he had a gun. The 50-year-old guy was just waiting out as the lookout and the driver of the car. If you're a 55-year-old man, are you letting? is there any situation where you would let a 22-year-old kid become the mastermind of anything? Apprenticeship. At 55 years old? Yeah, maybe he was observing. Yes, you're right. Yeah, because it's gr- the, grading the youngster. I don't know, yeah. man. Is there an apprenticeship program in bank robberies? Well, look, boy, uh, we don't want to actually use weapons. We don't want to hurt anybody. Would you say you have a weapon? Yes. They yes. buy it we're, every time. We're well, robbing a bank through the power of suggestion. Plus, the guy in the bank is in bigger trouble <laughs> than the guy outside. So the 50-year-old guy kind of using his smarts there. Hey, listen, we're going to split all this money. You go in and rob the bank, <laughs> and then I'll make sure we get away. I'll wait here. Yes. For you. Yes. You're going to hop in the car. Exactly. As soon as you're done. Yeah. But Bring that alar- money back. But if the alarms go off, I'm taking <laughs> off without you. So there's where the wisdom comes in, man. There you I go. Guess. Hey, Google Trends saying Massachusetts' most popular pet? Aside from cats and dogs, guinea pigs. Yeah, I uh, beg to differ on that one. Yeah, well, you got something at home there or not? I got a guinea pig at home. Yeah, and? Yeah. I hate it. Well, it d- doesn't mean it's not popular among the rest of well, Massachusetts be, residents. There's lots of things that are popular that I can't stand, and guinea pigs are one of them. Well, these are just the numbers I'm talking about here. These are the Guinea pigs are in the, the highest demand other than cats and dogs as pets in Massachusetts, according to Google Other Friends. than cats and dogs. Other than cats and dogs. Sorry. Well, then I guess I'm not. What about fish? People like fish. Apparently not, not so much that they're third behind cats and dogs in any New England state. Vermont also likes guinea pigs after cats and dogs. As for Connecticut, Rhode Island, Maine, and New Hampshire, you'll probably never guess what the third most popular pet is after cats and dogs. Weasels. Kind of close, actually. Ferrets? Also kind of close. Chinchillas. 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 Interesting. In Vermont, Connecticut, Rhode Island, Maine, and New Hampshire. Chinchillas. Yeah. Yeah, another one that I wouldn't want. The rodents. You have rodents in your house. Yeah, I, I have one. I don't like it. I don't like it one bit. It squeals. It whistles. Yeah, but can't you make a nice like uh, jacket 
out of a chinchilla? Don't they do that? Or do they not do that anymore? Well, you realize yeah. how many uh, chinchillas you would need to make a good coat? I don't know. I don't know. More how big than a, a few. Really? Okay. I don't know how big a chinchilla is. Pretty big, but not big enough for one per coat. Got another list for you here from Thrillist. The most exciting. Yep. Thank you, Steve. The most relaxing vacation spots in the U.S. Survey said. According to Thrillist, Massachusetts, Vermont, and Maine. High on the list. The outlet releasing a list of the 16 most relaxing vacation spots across, across the country. And in Massachusetts, right here in our midst, we got the most relaxing place. Really? Where is that? Canyon Ranch. Is that out in the Birch? Yeah, yes, you know what it is? Yeah, yeah. It's that old, uh, it used to be some other spa. I, I don't remember the name Was of it. Was it Cranwell? Cranwell. Yeah. The Cranwell. Cranwell. Yeah. yeah. The That's Canyon. now Canyon Ranch? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Most uh, relaxing spot in the U.S., according to Thrillist. Well, yeah, it's the the kind of place you go to, to do nothing at all, because to have stayed there, you would have spent all your money anyway. It's really, there, there's no canyon there. And, uh, there's no ranch, It's really. not a ranch. It's a, it's a mansion, for God's sake. Hmm. You know, like, I, I don't find Cape Cod to be particularly relaxing, because you can't go anywhere without being, you know, stuck in mm-hmm. traffic. I mean, once you get to like you know Truro and you know Wellfleet, okay, maybe yeah. maybe things start to open up a little bit, but just getting through Hyannis mm-hmm. enough is uh, is too much. And even Maine, a gun quit's almost like the same thing. You get uh, you get nailed in traffic trying to get uh, through a gun quit in the in the in the summertime. But once you get there, who relaxing? Peaceful. Yeah, yeah. Well, I like a gun quit, but it's like you know, I don't, I can't relax if I'm going to be stuck in traffic. Yeah. I can relax if I'm on a beach and I see no cars. That's good. Police in Indiana searching for a missing woman got a report of a body wrapped in plastic sheets in a desolate grassy area a few miles from where the woman's car was previously found. The crime scene was quickly cordoned off and the body, still wrapped in a sheet, rushed to the Lake County Coroner's office where police discovered it was a life-sized silicone rubber female doll it was not a real person nope interesting that's what happens in indiana apparently so uh would this be like a like a practice type of situation and uh are is this an an inflatable Mm -hmm. female doll Mm -hmm. totally inflatable yeah Mm. perfectly good waste of breath meantime a mom to be is convinced that her daughter is going to be trouble because of signs on the sonogram. Now, I don't remember doing this when my son was born back in 1986. Did you guys do the sonogram, Steve, with your daughters? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Actually, we had to. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, We were a little more uh, modernized. It was a 3D one. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Now, we didn't have the 3D one. We had the... uh, the old-fashioned 2D. Yeah, and I never believed that for a second, that that was an actual baby in those pictures. <laughs> well, the- It's just a black and white photo of, like, this blob. And they're like, oh, and there's the little heads. I never saw that. I never saw that portion. Only when you got the 3D one where you're like, mm-hmm. oh, this is more like the Viewmaster of baby watching. And yet, everyone's <laughs> when they saw it, says, hey, this black and white picture of this blob looks so much like the dad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so this woman, Ang Slater from Pennsylvania, thinks that her unborn daughter is going to be trouble because on the sonogram, she's been caught flipping the bird. 
twice from inside the womb. Yeah. Slater says she was 25 weeks pregnant when her daughter was first spotted making the gesture, and then another scan showed the unborn baby with a middle finger raised again. So it I sounds think it's like a, it's habitual. I think there's a better chance of the kid being a jerk because the parents believe that that's what's going that's on. That's what's going on. <laughs> okay. I'll buy that. We got some showers dissipating today, partly sunny conditions. We might reach the low 70s today. That's your Rock 102 News. You changed your job. Yeah, it's 8.50 in Pearl Jam. We're back, Steve and Dave on Rock 102. Yeah, we have a little rain out there right now, but it's going to dissipate. We're going to have partly sunny conditions and warm and breezy with highs in the low 70-ish range today. Well, it is uh, golfing uh, weather, golfing season, as we uh, as we have here in western Massachusetts. And the uh, Salute Military Golf Association uh, is running a tournament on, uh, on May 23rd over at the Springfield Country Club and on the phone with us is the director of New England operations for SMGA. It's uh, Jerry Shanahan. Good morning, Jerry. How are you? Good morning, Steve. How are you? Not too bad. So uh, tell us about the Salute Military Golf Association and what you guys do. Well, we have a we have a mission, Steve, that uh, we believe in the healing powers of the game of golf and sharing it with our post-9-11 combat wounded veterans. So the way we, we follow up on that belief system is that we conduct um, – eight-week series of golf lessons in, in the western Massachusetts area, Springfield. We do it at Springfield Country Club. So we usually have about six to seven veterans that will go through an eight-week program, and when they graduate, they get custom-fitted to a brand-new set of uh, tailor-made golf clubs that uh, at no cost to them. And then beyond that, we, we host um, golf outings uh, in, in the Springfield area uh, at the ranch, Trump and Fox. We get down to... Uh, to a great horse in Hamden, and then we also have a, uh, a pro veteran tournament down at uh, Mohegan Sun. So we incorporate the whole basics, learning how to play, give them equipment, and give them opportunities to play at golf courses that they normally wouldn't play at. It's a great, great opportunity for them to use it as part of their healing program. This is uh, Jerry Shanahan from uh, Salute Military Golf Association. You mentioned the, the, the power of – the healing power of, of, of golf – Tell us what that what that means to someone you know who's a who's a veteran and and, and what you mean by the the the, uh, the the power of it. Uh, well, veterans when they come back from uh, combat deployment are dealing with all kinds of issues. Uh, there'll be physical issues that uh, are incorporated because of uh, you know their their military activity, but also combat issues, uh, Purple Hearts um, guys have gone through um, all kinds of horrendous. Uh, combat activities that will come back with post-traumatic stress and traumatic brain injuries that significantly impact their their uh, anxiety levels, uh, their ability to deal with um, with uh, coming back into society. Um, a lot of them will be reclusive, and golf uh, is a way for them to get outside, to be with other veterans, to communicate with them, to enjoy great surroundings, and concentrate on something that is other than their their, uh, I guess, disabilities or injuries that they're that they're dealing with. Uh, we give them a space and time uh, in a beautiful setting for them to just forget about the other stuff and just concentrate on a fun game. I mean, it's a, it's definitely a, a great organization. And uh, tell us about this this event, this tournament you have coming up on the twenty third at uh, Sp- uh, Springfield Country Club of May. We have a uh, fundraiser. Uh, that's going on so that we could support the activities that I just mentioned at Springfield Country Club, as you mentioned, on May 23rd. 
we usually, this is our second year at Springfield, and we expect to get about 124 to 130 players uh, to uh, participate in the program. Part of it is that obviously we have sponsorships that are available uh, from T sponsors all the way up to presenting sponsors. And uh, we have an exciting, uh, uh, fun thing out on the golf course where we bring in one of the long uh, drive tour champions. And uh, he gets out there and puts on a hell of a show and uh, raises money for us while he's out there on the uh, the golf course with us. So it's a it's a fun event. It's it's lunch, it's uh, dinner afterwards, and awards and prizes and uh, obviously raffle items that we use to help raise money for us. And where can you uh, where can you get tickets uh, for this event? Well, I can get tickets at uh, this website. It's kind of tough going out there, but it's uh, HTT. P.S. semicolon forward slash forward slash birdies b-i-r-d-e-a-s-e dot com forward slash Springfield May 23rd or they can contact me Jerry Shanahan at Jerry S at S-M-G-A Boston dot O-R-G Alright cool and I can this put is- that I can put that uh, website up on our uh, Facebook page as well. Did uh, did you have anything you wanted to say? Well, I was just looking at the other website here that you sent me a link to Steve yeah. which was different than the one that he just mentioned which is sgmaneuengland.org as well. Yes, that's our that's our website. Uh, the other one is the registration site for the tournament. Gotcha. All you right. know, Jerry you mentioned some of the golf courses you're talking about and 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 some of them are really super courses and real beautiful courses. I mean, obviously, this is not something that comes free or comes cheaply. I mean, this is this, these are these are good courses that are doing, and you're providing a great service. This is not the kind of thing where someone can just donate now. This is the kind of thing you could be donating to all year long, and I would imagine that the operating costs of doing this are kind of expensive. So, I mean, you know, what kind of uh, you know what kind of donations do you are are, are you looking for? We'll take anything. Um, we're not we're not fussy. Um, obviously, if someone wanted to sponsor a veteran to go through the uh, Warrior Golf Clinics and get a set of clubs, uh, that's about a fifteen hundred dollar uh, donation that would uh, take care of one vet for right. his clubs and the lessons. So anything up to that amount um, and beyond, we've had we've had very very generous donors that will come through with five and ten and fifteen thousand dollar donations, but. Hmm. The core of our our donors are you know around that thousand to fifteen hundred dollar level. Very cool. the uh, The event uh, at Springfield Country Club is May twenty third. Again, uh, smganeuengland.org is the uh, the website you can go to. Jerry Shanahan, best of luck uh, with the golf tournament. Sounds uh, sounds like a great uh, great thing. Thanks, guys. Appreciate you having me on. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's uh, eight fifty seven with back Steve and Dave and Rock.